Thanks for listening to this week's message. We want to hear what God is doing in your life through the ministry of Res Life Holland. If you have a testimony, please email us at info at To learn more about us or to contribute to this ministry financially, check us out on Facebook or visit rlcholland.com. All right, so Easter Sunday was last week and we had a great time as well. And I was thinking about the other day and I was like, man, what, what, what is it? What is it that happens after Easter Sunday? You know, because so many things happen after a holiday, you know, like, you know, New Year's, New Year's Day, we're sleeping in. <laughs> That's what's happening afterwards. Christmas, we're waking up early, coming to church. That's what's happening. Or if there's a church service. I mean, Fourth of July, we're staying up late and throwing, there's always an after type of deal is what I'm trying to say. And so I said, Lord, you know, you, you really spoke last week and, I, you know, you taught me God while I was up there. Let me tell you guys something. I, I, I'm sometimes get surprised at the stuff that I'm saying because the Spirit of God is teaching me while I'm talking to you guys. That's just how he works. I'm only a man. Just being real, I'm only a man. And so I was asking God the other day, I said, hey, God, what, what is it? What do you want to do? What do you want to say? And so he wanted me to bring this follow-up. And one thing led to another, and then I was sitting with Pastor Danny. Before you know it, God says, I want you to show people and remind. It was more like a reminder, okay? I want you to remind people to follow me. Just simply follow me in their lives. Not just on a Sunday at 10 a.m. <laughs> follow me all day, every day in their lives, no matter what they go through. And I said, all right, Lord, that's easy. That's simple. I think we all can do that. Then I started getting into this whole thing, and I'm like, whoa, this is pretty sweet. Because God not only just rem- reminded me about following him, he was showing me areas that I wasn't. Areas. I'm, I, I mean, I, I'm a Jesus follower. I'm a, call me a Jesus freak. I don't care. But here's the thing. There are moments in my life that I started realizing, oh, man, I missed it. Why? And I was, I was following myself and not following what Jesus wanted me to do at that moment. And so I looked up the word follow, and it's a verb, an action, okay? It's a verb. And it's literally the definition of follow is to go or come after or move or travel behind. I love that because when you apply it to Christianity, when you you apply it to the Lord and Savior, you're going after, you're coming after Jesus, or you're following behind Jesus. No matter what, there's a leader uh, right in front of you. See, following requires you to move and be led. So I was looking at, such an, looking at this way. It was such an easy term. It's such an easy thing to follow Jesus. It is easy to say that. But then I started thinking about it. Why is it so hard in times to just simply do it? Because if it's so easy, then we shouldn't be talking about it. But reality is it's not sometimes. Can I get an amen? I'm amening. So many times, I mean, we, we know to follow Jesus. We know. We, we tell other people to do it. But when it comes to our rough times, when it comes to our uh, fork in the road, it's hard. It gets difficult. And we go a couple of other ways, either stop, camp out where we're at and pout, or just do whatever we want to do, go somewhere else, or just totally bail out, totally bail out. And so, so what I want to talk to you guys about is simply just following Jesus. Here's the thing. We so many times try to measure up ourselves to people. We've, we've compared ourselves to people. Um, we also even remember the failures that we've go, gone through. And those difficult times in our lives really make it hard to follow Jesus. It really does. It, it makes it hard when we have that in our thoughts. And then we realize, man, I've fallen short. I've fallen so short. And we have. We do. We fall short. But when we follow Jesus... 
You see, these, you see Jesus in these glimpses in, in our lives as we walk. Not glimpses, but more of, of him in the center of it all. You see, because when we're distracted by all that's coming around us or the, the many uh, multi, multiple uh, thoughts that we may have, we, we, lose the, we lose the voice of God in our, in our hearts because of all the distractions that are going on in our head. And ultimately, what we want to do again is, is we want to we quit. And we feel like we're just not good enough. Who's ever felt that before? We feel like, man, I'm just not good enough. I'm just not going to make it. I've tried so many times. I mean, it, a lot of my conversations I have with people outside of a Sunday when they struggle is they, they remind me that they're in this, this loop or this circle. Like, I do good, Jesse. Then I, I just come right back to where I'm at. I come right back to where I'm at. Why do I come back to where I'm at? And so I'm going to encourage you, today's a day we're going to check it. You guys remember that? Set it, check it. Today's a check it day. Today is a check it day. You see, I was reading the Bible and I counted. I'm not saying this, was, this is the final answer, but I counted in the, in the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. I counted 12 accounts of Jesus verbally saying to somebody, follow me. Okay, when I, was, when I was reading and I was studying this, he said, follow me 12 times is what I counted. Now, it's probably more, but from what I saw from and Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John all together, he said it 12 times, follow me, follow me. And he met the people right where they were at, who are, mainly his disciples, he met them right where they were at and said, hey, just drop what you're doing and follow me. And we're going to look at one of his disciples. His name is Matthew, Okay. Now, Jesus is in this moment, he's calling his disciples for the first time. He's, he's, following, he's walking, and he's seeing these people, and he's saying, hey, drop what you're doing, come follow me. He's choosing these, these 12, and he comes to Matthew. Okay, in the book of Matthew, the author is Matthew. And I think Matthew's funny because Matthew talks about Matthew while he is the author of Matthew. Do you guys get that? <laughs> Matthew chapter 9, verse 9. As Jesus went on from there, he saw a man called Matthew. Come on. <laughs> Matthew said he saw a man called Matthew. He's speaking third party or third term. All right, third person. There you go, third person. He saw a man called Matthew. Matthew was sitting at his work gathering taxes. He was a tax collector. Now, nowadays, it's not too bad. Some of, I talked to somebody about a tax collector the other week. They're like, they're still you. No, they're not, man. They're not. Don't, don't think that way. But back then, back then, okay, they, they, they didn't have any integrity it was, it was self-gain. It was pretty bad. It was intense. It was pretty bad. And so for someone to be a tax collector, I mean, it, you had your own c- category. If you look in the Bible, you'll see there are sinners and then there's tax collectors. Tax collectors had their own category. That's how bad they were. No, seriously, that, that's how bad they were. Because of, the, of, of how they cheated people and how they were just going looking for gain. And, and there's more to it. But we don't have time for that. But here's the thing. They had their own category as sinners. Uh, apart from sinners, they were tax collectors. And so here's Matthew. And Jesus walks up to him. In his work, while he's doing what he's doing, he's sitting there collecting, ta- gathering taxes. And Jesus says to him, hey, Matthew, follow me. And Matthew got up, left what he was doing, and followed him. Now, the question I have for you guys and for myself is this. Are we following Am I following? Ask yourself that for a second. Am I following? Now, I'm not talking about in a whole, and I'm not questioning your, you know, your, your Lord and Savior, but there are moments in our lives where, where we tend to miss it sometimes. Am I following when that person 
cuts me off on the road? Am I following Jesus or am I following the finger? Let's just be real. I'm just being real. Where are we, are, are, uh, when I'm in an argument with my wife, am I following what Jesus wants me to do or am I following what I want to do? See, there are so many opportunities that we can follow something else and we can totally miss it. But then there are opportunities that God gives us every single day, every moment of our life where we can just get in his word and re- realize, okay, this is the direction I'm going. Now, don't get me wrong. If we missed it, God's grace is big. He wants us to learn from those times. But his goal is for us to follow him every moment of our lives. Every, that's why he gives us these, guard, uh, uh, these uh, guardrails in our lives where he says, don't worry about the past. Don't, don't look at tomorrow. Focus on today. Don't try to simplify your day. Find me in the midst of all your troubles because I've overcome it already. See, he understands. Jesus has his compassion towards us. He understands that we do walk these things. But his goal is for us to follow him every single moment. And this is a heart check. Everyone say heart check. You see, when we follow, Jesus leads. And that's just his faithfulness. Jesus leads. There are so many opportunities that he leads in our lives, but we miss it because of distractions that are going on in our lives. So I want to talk to you guys today about the, uh, I guess you can call it the benefits or the keys or whatever you want to, but what happens when we follow Jesus? And there are three things I'm going to talk to you guys about. And the first thing that happens when we follow Jesus is that following leads to repentance. Everyone say following leads to repentance. See, repentance is not just being sorry about something. I'm sorry. And then having a smirk. No, 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 no. Repentance is, saying, is knowing that you're sorry for what you're doing, but also turning away from that sin. It's a, it's, a, it's a 180 move. It's turning and going the other direction. See, at one point in our lives, we were walking this way in life. Okay? And Jesus is saying he's over here. We're walking this way in our lives. And many people come across our paths. I know one person came in my path and really ministered. And then a couple more people started coming in my path and walking things out with me. And I realized it came to this point where I'm like, man, I'm totally missing it right now. And when I came to repentance, when I repented, I was able to do this. And I was able to see Jesus. And then it, it, wanted, it just drew me, and I wanted to live for him. Now, there, I'm not going to lie. There were moments where, where I went this way or I went this way. Or sometimes I wanted just to go a little bit back or even look back, you know. But Jesus was here the whole time. See, when we're even unfaithful, he is always faithful. You see, when we follow Jesus, even if my eyes weren't fixed perfectly, if I follow Jesus, it led to my repentance. I was sorry, God, for what I've done and how I didn't have you in my life. And, and God, I'm sorry for doing this and doing that. And, and I'm sorry to these people because of all the grace you extended to me, I want to extend to these people. Because you are that good, I want to be, I want to be like you, God. I want to be Christ-like. So when we follow, it leads to a repentance. And excuse me, Romans chapter 2, verse 4, it says, Do you forget about his loving kindness to you? Do you forget how long he is waiting for you? You know that God is kind. He is trying to get you to be sorry for your sins and turn from them. That's repentance, to turn from them. I love the message translation because the message translation says, in kindness, he takes us firmly by the hand and leads us into a radical life change. I love that. You see, there's this purpose that God wants us to take every single day. Now, I can easily say, hey, your first step when you moment accept Christ is to, is to follow Jesus. No, that's your step every day of your life. <laughs> every step should always be follow Jesus. Every step of the way. 
And so when we, when we allow his kindness, okay, it says it's God's kindness that leads to repentance. His kindness uh, allows us to have access to that because the nature of a father is literally to grab our hands and walk. You see, when I, when I uh, Jesse, as a father, extend my hand to my children, actually, when I, when I extend my hand to my son, my youngest son who's about to be one next month, when I just, just say, hey, come here, I do this a lot, or this, or that, he does this. <laughs> he extends his hand and he reaches out, and he's waiting for me to walk to him. But the thing is, my gesture of this is saying, follow me, come here, follow me. When I extend my hand to my other three children who are older, and I do this, like, come on, let's go. And I extend my hand out. That gesture shows of, come follow me. And they know what to do. They grab my hand. When my wife does this to me, I, I grab her hand and I follow. <laughs> Just being smart. <laughs> that gesture right there is, is for me to follow. <laughs> Amen, ladies? Amen, wives? <laughs> extending my hand to my children guys extending my hand to my, my 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 son my youngest son is a gesture of saying hey follow me god is doing that every moment of our lives he's, he's extending this hand to you he's gesturing to you and he's saying come follow me and it's through his word you see that it's through the, the encounters that you have with with fellowship in christ that you see that god is constantly gesturing to you hey I know you're having tough times right now. I know finances aren't the best. I know healing's not looking good. I know this is not looking good, and that's been pretty tough. But let me say, hey, come follow me. Come follow, come follow me, I, and I will take you the rest of the way. I know it's hard, but guess what? I'm with you the whole way. Guess what? I'm going to lead you through this. Hey, it's too big. Check this out. I can see over there. Don't worry about it, because if you're with me, you'll be safe. It's the gesture of a father. It's the gesture of a daddy who say, hey, come on, I got you. You see, and as a father, not, not only do we see a gesture of follow me, but as a father, when I look at my kids and I gesture out like that as well, I, I, I'm saying, I'll lead you. You see, when we look our, at our father doing the same thing to us and he gestures, our heavenly father's looking down and says, hey, I'm leading you. I'm going to lead you. I'm going to walk this thing with you. And what happens during time, that time, and it, it, builds, it builds this trust. It builds this trust because tell you what, now that I do this to my kids, I don't have to say anything now. I can just do this to my older kids, and they, they, they act on it quick. They act on it quick, and they, boom, grab my hand. I literally, sometimes, this is bad, but I'm walking, and I'm trying to get from point A to point B. We ain't got time because, you know, we all woke up late. Come on. I just do this. No, I'm not joking. I'll do this, and my little one. <laughs> and I, the hand, I feel it. All right, cool. We're good. Let's go. I'm so good at it, I don't have to look. <laughs> our heavenly father is just so good it's just something that that as 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 time goes by as relationship grows with them and as they get to understand my gesture and know what i mean when i do this our trust builds it builds and builds and builds and I, i'm excited for for uh the years to come because i want to continue to build that trust it's going to look different as years go by i know it is People warn me. <laughs> they're saying, you know, they're going to be teenagers soon. I, I know, I know. You know, and, and they're going to be adults. Soon. I know, I know. But right now I'm enjoying what I have now, and I'm going to grow with them as well. You know? And so when, we, when, when, when our Heavenly Father extends this, when I, actually, when I extend it to my, my kids like this, they, they act quickly because they know already. As we walk this life, as we follow every single step of the way following Jesus, we act quicker. When we, go, we may go through a tough time. God, where you at? Boom. Okay, let's go. 
Let's go. We veered off this way, and, and Jesus is walking that way, and Jesus is doing this. Come on. Come on, y'all. Come on. Oh, yeah. And come back. Boom. And we're good to go. We're good to go. Because our Heavenly Father wants, us to, wants to lead us. He wants us to follow him. He wants us to follow him. Now, following him and allowing him to lead doesn't mean that you're always going to see everything. This is where we, as, as uh, the people, mess up. I mess up. Okay, because what happens is because we think, well, I'm holding God's hand and I read my Bible and I do this and I and I see the love of God, but I don't see anything happening. We tend to give it up. And God's never said, hey, I'm not I didn't call you to see everything. I see everything. I called you to trust me. I called you to to allow me to lead you when you don't see it. Because if that were the case, when you didn't know me at all, you would have never found me. Because if you didn't know me. That means you didn't see me, but it required you to be introduced to me and still not see me, but me extend my hand so I can lead you. Called salvation. So let's be thankful maybe we don't see everything. Because I know if I would see everything in my journey, I'd probably run. (laughs) I'm just being honest. But I am so glad the way God is doing this through my journey that I have with him. Every moment, I just want to follow. Every step, I want to follow. You see, in Proverbs, it says man has a plan, but God's determined his steps. Anybody hear that before? Okay, let me put a little twist on it. This is what the, the Spirit of God told me the other day. And I was like, whoa, mind-blowing. I always thought that I have a plan, and God's going to tell me how I'm going to get to that plan. Good day, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. I have a plan, and you see this big, giant step that for you to get there, but God has the steps to get to wherever you need to go and it may not be even that plan. It might be over here. So I'm going to determine your steps to go this way for a while, Jesse, so you can do what you have to do. I'm going to tell you, Bob and Sue and John and Billy, all you guys, to go a certain way. I'm determining your steps. That's your plan. That's cool. That's an awesome plan, sweet plan, good plan. But I got a God plan for you. I got a God plan for you. See, because Jesus, our Heavenly Father, doesn't bless good ideas or good plans. He doesn't. He blesses his plans, God plans. God ideas, and that's for your life, and it's for your benefit. So you don't want to see everything is what I'm trying to say. Following leads to repentance is what I just said, okay? And the more we follow, the quicker we act, even through the tough times. But let me encourage you, even through the good times, because we have a lot of good times, right? We have freedom in Christ. We should still allow him to follow. We should still let him do what he's got to do, okay? The other day I was talking to my son, and he goes, he goes, Dad, I know how to get there. I want to go. I got this. I said, no, you're not going, bud. You're only eight. But, Dad, it's just across the street, two houses down. Take a left, take a right. And I'm like, no, you're not going. Dude, I love you that much. I'm not going to allow you to go. If we're going to go, I'm going to lead you over there. Okay. Grabs my hand. Let's go. So many times, I got, I got it from here. <laughs> I'll take it. I know I got to go that way. I'm called to marry that person right there. And I'm going to name and claim it. No, 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 no. God is not saying that, guys. In the good times, in the good times, he wants us. He wants us to follow him. Every moment of your life, he wants you to follow him, no matter what it looks like. Following, I said, leads to repentance. Now, following also leads to relationship, and I talked a little bit about it already. Following leads to relationship. 
And I love it because when you read uh, the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, you see how Jesus is just such a relational God. When Jesus walked this world, he was very relational. You can read it all day long. You'll see how relational he was, how compassionate and giving he was towards people. He just, he just wanted them to have life and life to the fullest. You can see it even through some of the, the terms that he used. He, he uses a father and a child, Jesus says. Or he also uses a vine and a branch. He uses a shepherd and a sheep. In John chapter 10, verse 27 through 30, I love this translation, the message, how it says this. It says, Jesus answered, I told you, but you don't believe. Everything I have done has been authorized by my Father. Actions that speak louder than words. I'm going to camp out there for a second. Actions that speak louder than words. This proves right here that Jesus not only 12 accounts said, hey, Follow me. But through his actions, through his examples, through the standards that he was setting, also spoke. And it said, follow me. When he was washing the disciples' feet, he was saying, follow me. When he was feeding the multitude, he says, follow me. It is through his actions and his kindness and who he was in nature, without saying a word, was able to speak, follow me. And there are times in our lives where God gives us those opportunities to do that in other people's lives. He wants us to show Jesus through our actions, not just our words. Going back, you don't believe because you are, you're not my sheep. My sheep recognize my voice. I, I love this part, I know them and they follow me. Let's say that together. I know them, and they follow me. I give them rule and eternal life. They are protected from the destroyer and of, of good. No one can steal from them from out of my hand. Oh, the hand again, the gesture of the hand. The father who put them under my care is so much greater than the destroyer and the thief. No one could ever get them away from him. I am the father. I am, excuse me. I and the father are one heart and mind. Man, when you look at that scripture in that first part, he says, I know them and they follow me. He didn't say I know them and they know me. See, there was an action that happened off the bat. He says, I know them, and they follow me. I looked up in the color translations. I looked up in the Greek translation, and it says, I know them, and they follow me. You see, what happens, guys, is it builds this relationship. When you know the voice of the father as a sheep, when you know where you're, when you're at, at as, as a child, you, you, you know him, automatically you want to follow him. And I'm not just saying doing the routines of, of church life, and I, I went to church today, and I did what I have to do, and I did a devotion. No, no, no. I'm talking about knowing the Heavenly Father, knowing the Daddy through his word, through his son, and, watch, and, and, and you want him just to follow him. See, there's a difference between knowing someone versus relationship with someone. I know a lot of people, but I, I, I have a relationship with my wife. And there's a connection, many way different connections that I have with my wife so we can walk things together. And you guys have those same with different people in your guys' lives. You see, relationship literally is a state of being connected with someone. It's being connected 
when you're in a relationship with somebody. And there are many different ways that we can be connected with people, good and not so good. But when we follow, God reveals all those steps every single way. See, when I, like I was saying a second ago, my wife and I have many different connections. So in other words, when she's hurting, I'm hurting. When she's happy, I'm happy. You see? And, and because of the relationship that we have as, as a husband and wife. And for my children, when they're crying, I, I mean, I feel them, but I'm going to love them a different way. When they're happy, awesome. It's great. Side note. Why is it that when the wives get upset, the whole house feels it? <laughs> and when I get upset, everyone's good. I'm just curious. Someone answer that for me. <laughs> I just thought about that right now. <laughs> no, life's good. But here's the thing, though. We have, we have these certain connections that, that you just feel them. As a parent, you, you feel your children. You know. You know. As maybe if you're married to the other spouse, you know because there's that relationship you have with them. There's that connection. So when, when a heavenly father looks down on you and you're hurting about something, he feels it because he has this connection with you. You're his child. When you're, when you're happy and you're rejoicing, man, he feels it. He knows because of the connection with you, all because you're simply following him. And what you're doing is you're now doing what Jesus did with his father, where the scripture says, I am and I and the father are one in heart and mind. Now you and the father are one heart and in mind because of a son, Jesus Christ. You have that access now between you and the father. So again, following leads to relationship. And the third point, following leads to life changing. And I'm going to re-bring up. Romans chapter 2, verse 4, the message translation. It says, in kindness, he takes us firmly by the hand and he leads us into this radical life change. This radical life change. A life that changes you in all different angles. I mean, you look at your characteristics and maybe who you used to be. And then you look at it in Christ, what you want to be, okay? You see, when you look at, at, at your characteristics you, and you uh, allow every single day to, uh, to, to have your Heavenly Father lead you through His Son, to have Him lead you and you want to follow, watch your characteristics start changing in your life. And who you used to be is not you anymore. See, your identity is not that, but so many times it takes work just to get those old bad habits out of us, correct? I mean, it's hard. Sometimes I, I yell at my children, and I know, man, that was wrong of me to do that. I could have handled it a different way. Or I get upset about something, and I'm like, man, I, I, I know that. Because my desire, my connection with my Heavenly Father, I want to be just like Him. So my characteristics are starting to change little by little, because now I'm aware of it. You see, without Christ, we're not aware of that. We just do what we do. But in Christ, we become aware of it. We start looking less like what everyone else looks like, like the world looks like. And we become unique in Christ. You see, it also changes radically in your life is your attitude. Your attitude doesn't follow any circumstances anymore. So many times, man, when the lions lose, I'm having a bad day. I'm not lying. This is my confession. <laughs> Father, forgive me for I have sinned. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Guys, this is, my, this is my thing. When I, when the lions lose, man, I go my own way. 
I'm like, ah, and I'm just upset. But I've learned when the season's over, it's all good. No, I'm saying, here's the thing. I don't want to be that. I've noticed that. And my wife has pointed it out to me. She's like, man, you, you, it's hard. It's just a game, Jesse. And I had to check myself. I'm like, God, am I idolizing this or not? Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. I don't want that. So I've learned. Last year, I've learned. Expect they're going to lose. It's going to be all good. <laughs> it helps. It helps. I'm a hardcore Lion fan, but if you expect that, I, it doesn't hurt that much anymore. All right? I'm sorry. <laughs> I love them no matter what. <laughs> no, but your attitude doesn't follow your circumstances anymore. It doesn't. So what's supposed to make you angry, what's supposed to make you sad, what's supposed to make you frustrated and, and discouraged really doesn't. I'm not saying the feeling won't be there, but you've learned, man, I'm just not going to submit to that and follow it because I'm going to follow Jesus over here. You see, we're human. We're human. And we have these feelings for a reason. They're there. But when we allow those feelings to just consume us and take over, we need to check ourselves. When we allow these emotions and and, and feelings just uh, uh, make an identity in us and this is who we are, we're missing something. We have to check ourselves. But when we follow genuinely, when we follow a Savior truly, because we simply just, he loved us first and we want to love him back, watch following lead into life changing. Now, I told you your characteristics start changing and your attitude starts changing but the coolest part of it all is that your actions become more Christ-like it becomes more Christ-like so when someone cuts you off just take your time to get wherever you gotta go just glad no one got hurt I'm telling you guys it is such a good feeling when you allow Christ to take over because you're simply following and all of this comes to pass because you're simply saying God when a father does this gesture, come here, follow me. You're saying, yes, Lord, let's do this. Let's go ahead and close our eyes and bow.